Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Music. Music. Horror. Horror. Subculture. And overall bad Welcome, Welcome to Kettle, to Kettle Whistle, Whistle, Whistle Radio. Radio. With your hosts, your host, Dave, Dave and Sean. And Sean. This is Dave, Kettlewest Radio, Happy Quarantine. Welcome back to the Apocalypso version of Kettlewest Radio. Yes, we are all still locked down, and it's getting weird out there. Uh, protests, anti-protests. Um, I think I understand. I'm trying to get a, a grasp of both ends of it. I'm not going to get too into it here. I understand uh, inner city folks. Yeah, there's a lot of people getting sick, and in the outskirts too. A lot of people say, I know a lot of people sick. And then you got folks in the outskirts, maybe not so sick, not seeing so much action. And they want to open up their businesses. I understand that. I do. You're at your own risk doing it, but I guess we still do have to listen to... I'm a private contractor. We do have to listen to the powers that be at this point and see what they determine, unfortunately, for everyone. But getting together is still dangerous, folks. I wouldn't... I'm not protesting anything right now, except... uh, Everybody being healthy, trying to keep it rock and roll, and easy going. Uh, easy for me to say, since I did kill off my co-host a couple of episodes ago, or an episode ago, he didn't quite make it. Um, we found him. Well, we think we did. He should be on this coming episode. We interview the guys from Godzillionaire. All right, if you guys are familiar with... Um, Mark Hennessy from Paw. He fronts this band as well. This is a Godzillionaire. I believe now they've had uh, an EP, two albums. They have a new one out. Um, absolutely uh, negative balance is the album. Uh, the album. Mike D on bass, Ben White guitar and vocals, and Cody Remain all join us. And maybe Sean Felbosharb. 
Captain Sexy, our co-host, if he comes back from the abyss, that is COVID-19. So, before we move forward here, uh, we did, it's funny, our, our metal show, I can't believe um, we did that uh, gateway drug to metal. A couple of bands were left out, uh, obvious ones, uh, we said we were leaving out, but one I actually didn't even mention was Judas Priest. Uh, man. <laughs> Sorry, priest folks. I, I really did leave them out. I love them. I <laughs> grew up with them for Brian. Defenders of the Faith, Screaming for Vengeance. And hey, I have it in my heart for Turbo, because if it wasn't for Turbo, it wouldn't turn me on to different forms of metal. Anywho, uh, we'll get in with the guys here from Godzillionaire. I'm Dave. And uh, I have an artist here, Robert Hoagland. Robert Hoagland, who uh, is an incredible artists you can find him on facebook robert hoagland h-o-g-l-u-n-d he does do things for work by request and i met him at many a show he's been on here um and his daughter jess jess weary has been on here another artist that's performed and one of the few that did live here you can look up jess weary you'll hear from her soon she's got stuff anyway bob um is the artist working on my comic book uh dr peeler uh, Demon Psychiatrist issue number one will be coming out sooner than you want. And uh, that's it. Of course, Burning Bulb Publishing.com. And I'll be talking about it when it comes out, uh, hopefully, giving some away. It is fun. Robert is, he's got the HP Lovecraftism that I need with these comic books and horror that we uh, so enjoy. So here's Bob now on an age old argument, meaning our age. And yeah, there's an argument. Enjoy. Wow. Sabbath versus Zeppelin. That's a tough one. Back in the day, I'd probably listened to both of them equally coming back from high school. But uh, tell you the truth, I don't listen to Zeppelin anymore. And I'm still listening to Sabbath. So I think uh, longevity way wise, um, I'd go with Sabbath taking the lead. Um, and. That's about all I got to say about that. He's there? All right, hold on. Let me check this out. All right. All right. Hey, how are you doing, guys? All right, Sean, you there, man? Sean, you with us? He's got to push all the buttons. <laughs> hey. Yeah, he's oh, our, Sean's our tech guy, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not really. <laughs> all right. Listen, I want to thank you guys for doing this. Uh, listen, thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio, guys. We got Godzillionaire on the line right now, and we've been struggling for a week or so to schedule this, but probably goes back a few, uh, at least a couple of weeks. I know Sean. I don't know who did you contact first, Sean? I reached out to Ben White. And, uh, who, who do we have on the line? We've got we got all four of you guys. No, I don't know where Mark's at. Okay, but so who do we have? I am Cody. We got Cody drums, hey, right? Yes, big hair is Mikey. Mikey, yep. And li- li- little hair is Ben. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so guitars. Yeah, we got guitars and bass, Mike D. Yeah. 
All right. Thanks for doing this, guys. Uh, I guess we should start off by asking, what the hell are you guys, how are you guys passing all this time? Playing video games. Ah. Listening to Tool. Ah, yes. What do you think of the new one? I love it. Yeah. Backwards backwards and forwards. Absolutely. Exactly, yeah. It, yeah, I don't get tired of it. It's in my car in constant rotation. Okay, but now you guys. All right, so Negative Balance is a new album for 2020, correct? Yeah. Correct. All right. And uh, we, I know, Sean, we have some favorites already. I don't want to walk all over him right now because he did pick out these songs, but I have questions. Uh, Sean, what do you think of this album so far? Uh, I think it's great. I, I think, um, you know, what's, what's unique about it is, um, you know, obviously you hear uh, – uh, sort of voice of Mark, which is very familiar to people who um, have listened to pop, but you know, this isn't pop, you know, this isn't a reinterpretation of that. <laughs> and um, I think, you know, when I listen to it, I, I hear all kinds of influences from like things like the Jesus Lizard to, you know, oh, like, yeah. like yeah. the great yeah, I hear a little bit of shoegazy sort of. Pope Sandoval and the Warm Inventions or her Mazzy Star stuff, sort of stuff. And nice. I, I hear all kinds of stuff. I just think it's a it's a wonderful album. And the new album's very heavy though. Yeah. Compared to you know, some of the other stuff. So I have to agree. Um yeah, he introduced me to that that term today. Is it shoegazing? That's an actual musical term for a genre? Yep. I don't think I've ever understood what that actually means. How, but, it's like, uh, was that pimps. Mike? Was that you? You? Oh, sneaker pump. Oh, yeah. sneaker pimps. That's a very great. Yeah, yeah. That is that is probably the best example of shoegaze. This is Mike, right? Yeah. That's Mike on bass right there talking, and uh, I I have a small part of my heart where I just love that band. So that is that was a, is that the beginning of it with Mazzy Star going all back to that? Educate me, guys. <laughs> Somewhere in there, it's like late '80s, early '90s. When okay. Synthesizer like peaking, they were in everything, you know. That's yeah, when so, that. So, Dave, we're talking bands like Curve and My Boy oh, Valentine. hell yeah, man! Yeah. Well, we had Collide on here. Are you guys familiar with them? Yeah, I know. Yeah, they, they not too long ago actually. Uh, all right, so the new album. Uh, this apparently is a concept album. I'm always interested in that. Um, uh, should we dive into where this comes from and the concept and the story behind it? A lot of it comes from Mark, really. Uh, that's why I was asking. Should we ask that question? Yeah. <laughs> but hey, give us what you... his idea. You know, he brought it to me, and he, we kind of you know fleshed that a little bit, and then you know, everybody kind of had their uh, input into it. But um, basically, it's uh, you know a lot of the lyrics are like real life, uh, real life stuff. But um, kind of the concept overall, as far as the album from beginning to end, was uh, two people in a long distance relationship. Um, that um, one of the people is getting on a plane uh, to go see the other one, and then there's a plane crash involved. Ooh. So um, that's the very short version of it. Now this is Ben. This is Ben right now talking, right? That's right. It's Ben White, guitars and vocals, folks. I always It drives me crazy with shows, a lot of radio shows. They introduce everybody in the beginning of it, then they never reintroduce them later on. And that always, it just, you know, I, so I make it a point that people know who the hell they're listening to right now. Um, but, oh, so that's pretty wild, and it kind of works right now <laughs> with this right. quarantine. Yeah, it, it is very uncanny, the situation we stepped into, and then our album came out. Weird. <laughs> very strange. All right, so I feel like I'm on ground zero once again. 
interesting. are you guys able to still uh, do, you, do you sort of do like a band practice over the Zoom meeting or? No, we haven't done anything. No I assume it would be that. too laggy for music. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm in a band here where we're from, and uh, we we can't even get together. Um, the guys just don't want to get together right now, so we're trying to wait it out. Are you guys? Are you, are, are you a shoegazy band, Sean? <laughs> no, 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 no. Now we're from near like Dave lives just outside of Pittsburgh, and I live about a forty-five minute drive outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hey, hey, you guys, Kansas once again, right? All, all of you from Kansas? As fuck, yes. <laughs> Kansas has. <laughs> well, fuck. no, Mikey, you're originally Mikey's originally from Texas, I think. Nothing wrong yeah, with that. Here, yeah. some of the, eh. That's some where Depends some of the best Kansas. rock and roll comes from. <laughs> True story. I'll take that. I have a I have a really I think important question. How do you guys? come up with the name Godzillionaire. Who, who comes up with that name or what what God. bag of names did that come from? We should show you guys the list sometime. Of, it's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could make it a two-parter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we, uh, I think we had like, you know, just shooting back and forth like over text message over the course of like, you know, a month, two months of just trying to figure out what we're going to call ourselves. Yeah. And, uh, you know, mostly just trying to crack each other up. But then Mark threw out Godzillionaire. And it, uh, <laughs> uh, what, what I loved about it is just the audacity of using a name like that because we were all just flat broke. So, yeah, so that just, you know, I, I love that. I love that whole uh, sort of thing. Like, you know, we're all, you know, just kind of like almost like, you know, it's like a shady enterprise that uh, pretends to be uh uh, very lucrative and everything. And, and, you know, like a little con job thing happening with us. I thought that was the funniest. <laughs> Pyramid core. Hey, Sean, that that was not the answer you were looking for, was it? Right. <laughs> I, I was just looking for an answer because uh, yeah, it's a unique, it's a unique, it's a unique name, and it's not you know, it's you know, it's definitely something that you know. I was like, you know, I w- I was listening to. Paw, and then I was looking to see what Mark was up to, like currently, because I knew Paw hasn't been around for quite a long time. And um, I came across this band that you guys were in, and it was called Godzillionaire. And of course, I'm we're both Godzilla fans on our side, so I'm like, oh, Godzillionaire, okay, I, I really <laughs> like this name. So Do we have a story for you? Yeah, oh like, yeah. Name, the Godzilla <laughs> yes. Did you do it? Did you? Did you do it for Google Access? That's so awesome if you did. <laughs> uh, no, and in fact, it, it's never anything we intended to mesh the two with by any. Uh, but we did get a cease and desist from Toho at one point. Uh, oh wow! And wow! We, and we got we got it figured out, so we got to keep our name and our music. Thank God. Damn. Uh, but you can't because, be friends with the lizard. <laughs> yeah, because of it, we cannot be friendly with any city destroying alien. <laughs> uh, besides Mark, as it were, you guys frame this cease and desist, and does somebody have it like up on their wall somewhere? No, it's I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's in an email, but oh. uh, for inspiration, you know, for inspiration, <laughs> <laughs> for inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> because she had sent me like four emails, and I thought it was spam. 
like the first yeah. name, but that was like someone trying to sell me a domain name or something. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, so pretty- taking a step back, you, I think you kind of came up with the original uh, idea. And if I'm wrong on this, this this goes all the way back to like 2012, maybe, where you guys formed the band. Or Are you talking about Ben? Did- ben right now? Yeah. Yeah. Ben, that question was for you. Yeah, it, it's been about six years, hasn't it? Oh, something like that. It was uh, basically around the time we were... Uh, Mark and I were in a band called uh, 1950DA uh, with the original drummer, uh, Justin Barr. And uh, that kind of fell apart. And we, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say 2012 is when Godzillionaire started because we didn't know what we were at that time. We were just kind of <laughs> right. jumping out and trying to find some stuff. And uh, yeah, it didn't really become Godzillionaire until like uh, Mike joined on. And uh, I think that would have been about maybe uh, late 2014, early 2015, or around then. Yeah, 1950DA, the, the precursor, that was a reformation of like uh, the Diamond Heart Club, I think I read somewhere, or is that not accurate? Yeah, yeah, the lineup was, was, was pretty close. Yeah, Brody Buster was on guitar, and uh, I'll tell you what, and I joined very, very late in the game. Uh, Brody had been playing forever with them. And uh, I just kind of kind of weasel my way in, I guess. And uh, just to be able to play in a in a band with uh, Brody on guitar, it's uh, boy, it's tricky to find room. I'm not, I don't know <laughs> that, if you're familiar with that. That dude is fucking lightning, man. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody check out Brody Buster. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's a guy you should interview. He's probably got stories for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we always love stories. Absolutely. Um, we should give them a taste right now. Uh, just to, well, yeah, let's give them a taste. I want. I would love for you guys to pick a song that we should nail them with first. Uh, what, what do you want to go with? Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Curly's Wife. Curly's Wife is good, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's actually ups and downs. That's a favorite already. Okay. Curly's wife, it is. And uh, if you're looking for this, folks, you can get it. This is off of uh, Negative Balance and you can, Reverb Nation, I believe you guys are on. Correct? We're on everything. Everything, wherever you get your music. iTunes, Spotify, Google Music, all that stuff. Uh, would, where, would, where would be the best place that uh, people could go to get your music where you guys are going to get paid? There you Directly go. to the website, yeah. Okay. Good call there, Sean. Good call. All right, let's yeah, go with uh, Curly's wife. Uh, we'll definitely. I'm sorry. Say it one more time. I walked all over you. The website is Godzillionairband.com. Perfect. Thank you. All right, we'll get right back with the guys from Godzillionaire. Thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. Here is Curly's wife off Negative Balance. Thanks for listening.
Hi, this is Martin Atkins from Public Image Limited, Killing Joke, Ministry, Nine Inch Nails, Pig Face and the Damage Manual and Murder Inc. and Brian Brain. And you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. Out there, folks. We got the guys from Godzillionaire out there right now. We have Mike D, Ben White, and Cody Romain on the line with us right now. And uh, we're going to get into, you know, we don't know what musicians are doing at this point with everything getting canceled. I saw you guys had some dates scheduled. What the heck do you do? You wait till it's all over, reschedule all the same dates. Right, how does that work? Yeah, yeah we're going to have to reschedule everything. Yeah, I mean, I work at a music venue in Lawrence at the Bottleneck and Okay. Yeah, we're we're in completely unknown territory across the board. It sucks. It sucks a so, lot. So, is, Mike, is the bottleneck where you guys kind of started to first play your shows since you were already affiliated with it? Uh, no, actually, our first shows at Liberty, I believe. Oddly enough, and, uh, oh, that's weird. Yeah. It, was, it was like a it was a benefit show, right? It was a benefit for a friend who had broken his leg. Yeah. Yeah, man, we'll play anywhere. We played, we played in the middle of a a holler, as you call it, on a stage that they built. A bunch of like festival friends that we have just built a stage, threw out some heaters and a bunch of kegs. It was fucking awesome. Excellent. Sounds like a party. At Leaf's house. Uh, no, it was our, it was at my buddy Graham's, but we played with Spool at Rayfield. Nice. It was, it was nuts, man. It was fun. Would you nice. would you uh, consider you guys road dogs or just given the chance, road dogs? Yeah, I mean, if yeah, given the chance. I mean, we'll have full time jobs and yeah. I mean, if people are gonna put us up and pay us for a gig, like you know, we're fucking there. Right. But uh, yeah, I have quite like I. I didn't get into this with Sean yet because um, I'm, I'm curious. I, I, never have I looked forward to like asking uh, in 215 shows, 10 years doing this. Never was I more excited to ask about origins of songs <laughs> that I am right now. Um, just they're probably simple and it's probably all right there in the lyrics. However, I've got questions about some of the songs here. Uh, if you guys can explain, would you want to talk about the fourth floor? Where does that like? Where does is it what it is? <laughs> Or is there it something more? It seems to be what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Fourth floor, what's going on That's there? like Mark's like, life on a daily basis. Like, music too loud, <laughs> hot beer, somebody complaining, and then Mark somehow winning them over. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Every day. That makes it so much better. <laughs> hot beer is the... That may, is the... That may be the greatest... <laughs> And I don't think Mark would disagree. <laughs> at all. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, I mean, I, the cat. There's the cat song. Um, I'm assuming this might be a true story. The song is actually a cat that can t- that can't taste or smell anything, but can still hear and see. Okay, true story. Full <laughs> title. The cat. I've I've heard Mark say it's a collage of assholes, as it, as it were. No, that's that's actually when we were trying oh, to come up with band names. That was one of the. Uh, that was one. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, to explain, that was actually uh, preceded by what was it like? Uh, Blind Leopard and Def Lemon. Oh boy! Nice. Oh Blind yeah. Blind Leopard. Hey. And then yeah. <laughs> Are you guys Def Leopard fans? 
We actually Fucking are. Ben is. <laughs> ben. I love Erlen Dev Leopard. I love On Through the Night. Uh, we are game. fans. We're actually fans. Yeah, the first three. Yeah. The first three. Yes. Yeah. We had a band on not too long ago called Prowess uh, that has a little taste of early Def Leppard in their uh, attack. Uh, very th- excellent band. Prowess, where were they from, Sean? They were out of... Um, They're from North Carolina. North Carolina. Kind of yeah. like, a, like an ACDC kind of southern rock kind of band. Yeah, garage nice. rock, but amazing. They were so much fun. Yeah, you guys would like it. Well, you'd dig it. You'd dig it, definitely. Uh, all right, Absolute Zero. Uh, do we know where that comes from? Mikey's bass. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I mean, this uh, is all pre-me, so I'm, like, guessing. Is that right? Really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Uh, I don't know. There was a lot of death going on around in the city. It, it hurt me pretty bad. Oh, Jesus. Uh, that riff comes out of a practice session where we were just fucking around, which we often do. Uh, and then we just turned it into a song after probably what I would consider probably weeks of practicing <laughs> as because that's usually how we did it we would jam songs ben's recording it on his phone you know work on it later maybe okay and then, you know maybe mark is feeling it vocally and already has you know words to go with it even though he's never heard this song in his entire life he's just riffing on it that's awesome in the moment mm-hmm. that's that's how that song came together it was one of the first collaborative songs I think we did too, from the ground up. Like here's a riff. Here's what we're gonna do with these guitars. Hey, maybe let's change this. And Mark's Mark, hard to do. Mark's just going off on it the entire time, adjusting as as you know needed. Just free flow, trying to see if something works. Yeah. yeah. Well, really, just trying to catch it out of the, you know out of the astral plane or wherever the fuck we're getting these ideas from, you know, and grounding them into what we're doing now. <laughs> yeah. but I mean, there's, I'm dead serious when I say there's a lot of pain going on in Mark's life, my life. Uh, our original drummer at the time had a lot of shit going on. And that was one of those jam sessions. I was like, we just kind of brought it all together and let it go. Therapy. Yeah. That's what we like to hear, actually, when it comes to music. I, I, yeah, cathartic. I agree with that. It's very therapeutic. When I, when we have band practice, like usually, it's usually once a week, sometimes twice a week. It, uh, it's very therapeutic to go there and hang out with the boys and drink some beers and just make music. Yep. Words are hard, but like hitting shit. Up and we're just like everyone's got their shit, and then we don't even actually pick up anything. We're just fucking hanging out. And chatting about what's going on and jamming, decompressing, and they're like, "Oh shit, it's fucking midnight. I got to go home now." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I kind of had a question about your your writing style. I think you kind of alluded to it a little bit there, but um, did, did, did your, are your songs mostly uh, is somebody bringing something to the table, or are you all collaborating, or is it really just a jam session and you try to, you know, see if something comes out of that? How, how do you guys? How do songs start their process with you guys? Um, I, I mean, I kind of feel like it's all over the place. Between, like, a lot of times it'll be Ben's, either Ben's riff that he came up with on his own, or, like, we'll just fuck around and, you know, Ben's recording the whole time, and then he'll go back and listen to it and find something and then bring that, you know, to the next practice. 
Um, but sometimes, I mean, I don't think since I've been in Godzilla, I don't think we, the four of us, have like written a song from the ground up because that's fucking hard. And you just have to like happen to come across this moment and shit, you know? But um, yeah, I mean, it's just getting to know each other and it's different each day, you know, you start practice. Like sometimes you'll gel, sometimes you won't. But I would say that Ben is definitely the man behind the curtain in, in The Wizard of Oz in this scenario. <laughs> Don't cool. look at him. <laughs> and with your normal live set, do you guys uh, throw in a lot of covers or do you find yourself easily gravitating towards maybe some Paw songs? I know last year you did the Paw reunion shows with Mark. We did two years in a row, actually, 17 and 18. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Well, the set, in 17, it was a private party. And no, we've done three shows two years in a row. Yeah. So two of them were private parties, one in New Orleans, one in Orlando. And then we did a public show for the 25th anniversary of Dragline in uh, Omaha. And that was the funnest one because fans actually got to cope. It was awesome. Cool. Uh, curious to say, uh, with uh, Godzillionaire, is it safe to say that you and Clutch share a fan base? Do you see that crossover yeah. at all? <laughs> we definitely share a Mikey. Okay. <laughs> Just curious. Oh, no, of course. Okay. <laughs> so that's the beauty. The beauty about this band is we're in all crowds. Whether you... Whether you want us or not, we're coming. I would have to agree with we're that. Hanging out. We'll, we'll be there with a beer and a smile, and you'll, <laughs> you're going to have a good time also. That's that's what this band is, really. That, that's why the the album's all over the place. It's yeah, the impression you, you I get. Have a, your songs are, you know, they're, they're definitely, you're, it's like you're not afraid to try any style of music. Um, Fuck no. Yeah. Not at this point. You, we're all going to die in a couple of years. So like, <laughs> let's write a fucking 12 strings long. Let's put a cowbell on the record. Whatever. Well, wait, I think, Dave, you killed me off in the last Kettle Whistle Radio. Yeah, I forgot to mention. Show. Yeah, he, uh, uh, my co-host is back. He did die in the last episode uh, prior to this one. <laughs> yes, we did kill him off. Uh, he got coroned, coroned on the highway, I believe, if I'm not. Damn. Yeah. yeah. He kind of brought you it on himself. my uncle 10 years ago. <laughs> What? It's a terrible thing. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm afraid to laugh right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. With that, folks, all right, let's hear another tune. All right, let's clean these airways out. With uh, What do you guys think? What do you think is next? I have a pick, but hey, let's see what you guys say. What's, what's your, oh, I want to hear your pick. Well, I wanted to, I was going to go with the cat, but I kind of like fourth floor. Honestly, either one. But yeah. we I, we can go further back, but I was going to save that for later on. But what would you guys pick? Oh, something off the EP or? Cat is definitely one of the nastiest riffs we have. <laughs> it's a fun sure. one. That's a fun one. Yeah. That's fun. All right, let's go with the cat. You guys want to really figure out the name of the song? Look it up. Find it on Reverb Nation. You'll get all this stuff there. iTunes. They're everywhere, folks. Everywhere you want to be. All right, here we go with Godzillionaire. Yeah! 
We're still here, folks. <laughs> All right. I know. The apocalypse. I still can't get things right. They already had the interview. It's over, man. God damn it. Yeah. All right. Give me a recap. <laughs> okay. Good to know. <laughs> All right. So where were you? <laughs> Anyhow. Well, we were talking about our passion for everything Pearl Jam, but you missed it. So uh, Pearl Jam. Okay. I'm so glad Mark's not here because that would not be a conversation we'd be <laughs> Oh, that's that's interesting. I, yeah, I, I know, right? I'm wondering if I'd be on Mark's side with that one. I don't know. He's, he's uh, no, I'm on it. That's so, funny. Dave, yeah. Are we are we recording again? Or yeah, we're back. Because <laughs> I'm back. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Ooh, I know. Said that. That was terrible. <laughs> Can't take that Where back. Where did face go? I can take that in post. I can take that back. All right, so questions. Uh, who, have you, who and how have you guys been jamming? Have you been jamming with anybody lately? Other bands? Anybody else you'd like to be jamming with these days? Or uh, when we can again? 
Well, where we originally uh, recruited Cody was from uh, his uh, other band, Bloom, ah. uh, with whom we had played with several times. Oh, and awesome. uh, I'm really very impressed with them as a band, and specifically with Cody as a drummer, too. Uh, I think it was one show. I think it was one Bloom Godzilla show. Well, we did a show with, with Ben's other band, Vedettes, in Topeka with People's Punk Band. Ah, okay. And I didn't realize that was you. Um, and then we played with you, with Bloom played with Godzillionaire, and I think also People's Punk Band at Replay. And uh, it was like a month or two later, Ben messaged me in a group with me and uh, Ben and Mike, and was like, hey, would you be down to come jam with us? And I think the only thing I replied was like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, I was sold pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, we should play first before we like do a press release. But I, I was over. I was over. Like, yeah. Fuck yeah, the dude. Search is over. <laughs> <laughs> that was some of the best news I had ever gotten in my life. Sure. So did your uh, your first album, uh, Small Change, the the eight songer? Um, did you guys record that yourselves in like a home studio, and and or did you go into a do a? That was uh, like a what, Mike? Like a two two year nightmare? Uh. <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you say, Mike? Did that suck? I mean, that suck, right? We did it. We did it in the studio, poorly. Uh, we did it at me and Ben's house. We did most of Absolute Zero at the library, I believe. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because like, like the Lawrence Library has a studio. Yeah. Yeah. Our library is fucking stacked. Two hours. That's awesome. Wow. The studio is badass there. Uh, Bloom's, Bloom's last recordings, last two recordings are from there. And that, that whole program was like done in part with Ed Rose, if you know who that is. Uh, he produced, I mean, fucking all of the good bands in Lawrence, Appleseed Cast, uh, I think Coalesce for a couple too. This could be a Red House. Yeah, yeah Red House recording. Is yeah, that where you guys did the, the EP? Nice as well, one. Or? <laughs> no, the EP me and Ben did literally in our houses. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did... We did a lot of those vocals on like the cheapest mic you can get. Well, that that actually that brings me to my like one of the questions I had for you guys because you you guys like you seem so freaking organic in arrangement. Like, uh, do you? I mean, how is this going to work? Can you guys do this remotely if you had to, or do you do it now? Yeah, we we have songs not only that we sit on, but just like. Riffs of every practice we've ever done. Mostly. <laughs> That's I'm so cool. Like when, when yeah, I said cool. Ben would yeah. set his phone down and hit record, that's happened for the last six years. So just just imagine the volume of the stuff that's just sitting there that we don't even <laughs> think about. Uh, yeah. So kind of an idea we're throwing around is, you know, file sharing, you know, riffs and even just, you know, maybe vocals and lyrics and all of these things that we can put in the database that we already had created. So it's a, it's a constant with you guys. It's a constant with you guys. Yeah. 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 Without question. Every time 
it's either Ben or Mark or I've done it on occasion. <laughs> I mean, we smoke so much fucking weed just in practice alone. <laughs> like, there, you have to. There's no recollection whatsoever. <laughs> no recollection. One, like, the first time we jammed together, Mike was like, you smoke weed, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, he goes, good. You're going to do a lot of that. <laughs> That's perfect. Perfect. Allegedly. All right, yeah, interview was, over. Really interview over. That was perfect. That was perfect. That's so cool. Do you guys ever head out e- uh, on the East Coast? We would like to. All right, I mean, so. Uh, you know, depending on how well the album was received, we were at least going to try and do something this summer going out. Because we've had, we, you know, we've been offered to do things that we would love to do but you know there's four lives to have to coordinate to make it happen you know doing doing like more than a week or so is almost out of the question in some cases unless the price is right you know right Uh, and even then like before this it was a big risk to do that and after this I mean I don't know man live music is going to be interesting the next year so i agree that was one of my questions for you guys like how do you think this is going to shape like you guys going out on tour like ever again <laughs> i don't know like, man. you know like i said i i'm the general manager of a venue now and that's right you know it's it's kind of interesting to see you know the the background of everyone chatting about like what the possibility is and you know, should we book this show? And we're talking, you know, like August. And they're like, we don't, you know, no one, no one knows what the risk is. Yeah. Right. Because everything, yeah. everything is unknown. Completely. I just, I just listened to Cuomo talking today where he made the executive order, you know, nobody can go out without masks. Oh, shit. Yeah. Today. yeah. That happened today, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's a huge city. And he's talking about, you know, they're not going to be able to open back up like normal, as he says. Damn. Until until there's like a vaccine. And that's like a year away. Yeah. They're a huge. They're, they're stacked on top of each other anyway. Yeah. There's no way, there's no way they're going to be like, oh, 20,000 people to come see the Knicks. Like, <laughs> they're not. Yeah. You can't put you can't put that kind of money on the line for not, not a guarantee. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's gonna be very interesting, man. Oh yeah, know. we we talked about it on, on our last show. The amount of shows that we had tickets for that were canceling, I can't even begin to tell you. I mean, the one I'm actually upset about most is uh, I know Sean, you don't care, but GBH, uh, I love them, and they're they're playing oh, like, man, that'd have been a good one. dude, I seen it. They're playing in my neighborhood, and that's canceled. So damn it. But yeah, a lot of a lot of good shows going down. Sucks. I saw you guys had you guys had shows planned too. You you guys had. Go ahead. Our, our release show was, was supposed to be five days ago. Yeah. Damn. Oh, man. Damn. Our first release show. Yeah, well. My, my birthday is this weekend, and I think I was supposed to, this Friday or last Friday, go see 10 years. I don't know. Oh, dude, that. that's nice. right. We, so oh. 10 years, yeah. We were supposed to go like, do that. <laughs> was a great fucking album. Uh, and the, the one about wolves, <laughs> something, something wolves, that album was great, too. Yeah. 
feeding the wolves, I think, is that. Feeding the wolves, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to we're apologize. The Sean, I'm sorry, man. I actually forgot we were supposed to do that today. <laughs> I can blame the That's virus, okay. but I'm, damn. I'm going to drink beer for my birthday. You do that. You do that, sir. Amen to that, brother. Oh, man. So, all right. I know I have other questions here. I know Sean does, too, before we let you guys go. Um, yeah, I wanted to... I got you, Sean. No, I'm going for. God damn it, Sean. All right. Anyway, <laughs> all right. What do you guys? Oh no, no, no. That's every show. No, no. But <laughs> that is funny. Uh, no. What are you guys listening to right now? Music is so freaking. It's. Uh, uh, do a leap. <laughs> I like uh, the newest Lizzo record. Oh, okay. Right? I think it's. I honestly think it's great. Yeah. Dude, do a leap is awesome. Okay, listen. If you don't know who that is, you should definitely check her out. Actually, no, it's I'm like, not going to say that. It's Pop City, though. If you're... <laughs> Sean, Sean. When, we, when we're all done, I'm going to write this stuff down. That way See, I can go check this stuff out. It's true. He does do that. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. But no, we, we play all yeah. kinds of music here. I grew up, actually, I'm older than, well, I'm older than you may think I am. I, I'm old. I grew up in New York. I love rap. I love all forms of music. I have punk rock. You name it. That's why I do the show, actually. And that's how we found you guys, of course. Never thinking we'd get you guys. But I'm, uh, again, very appreciative to have the guys from Godzillionaire on the line here talking to us. And um, oh, yeah, yeah, man, I'm just sorry music's in the shape that it's in, but it seems like you guys are, uh, you're going to be hungry to get back on that stage. You have no idea. I you do. Know, <laughs> man, the, I mean, we like to joke around that everything we do is glacial in this band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, glacial. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shows will definitely be the first first thing I'm looking forward to with all this yeah. Yeah, we, we love to go out and see shows just to go out and see bands play and you know it's like it's like somebody's taking like a piece of your soul away you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah I mean, I mean on a on a good week we had five six shows a, a week and fuck man it's been weird <laughs> yeah like yeah. Going, I go from an average 20 to 25 shows a month to zero it was just wow. This it's your whole life. I mean, this sucks. <laughs> how many people do you, Mike? How do you? How many people do you have working at the bottleneck that are uh, out of work right now? About twenty between all the bartenders, sound guys, and door staff, and myself. I mean, we're a pretty small unit, all which is crazy. Some of the fucking shows you guys pull, right? Crazy. Yeah, but a lot of them have other jobs. Or you know, they're they're doing all right at the moment. Yeah, everybody's taking. I talk to them all the time. Though. We're all friends too, so you know, That's it's not like you know, I'm the fucking Lumberg of work. <laughs> Lumberg. <laughs> did we did we lose Ben? Is Ben still there, or he disappeared? Yes, He's still there? No, he's there. Uh, okay. Well, I wanted to include all you guys in this one. Uh, me and Sean did a show last week. Uh, well, I guess it's a couple of weeks ago. But we do this every now and then. Like, what was your gateway drug to rock, heavy metal, punk rock? What was the thing? And it, don't, You can go with the easy ones. Tool's a good one, yes. We, we did say no Iron Maiden, no Priest, no Dio, no Sabbath, no Van Halen. Like, was there oh, some Sabbath. other, like a side project, something else? Yeah. Like what was was there some something some weird? Uh, we we got as far now. You guys are young, so younger. 
We we got as far as going back to like Foreigner. Uh, Sean, you weren't there for that one, but going back to Foreigner, freaking Loverboy, and uh, well, early Def Leppard, but they were kind of metal. About all that shit. Oh yeah, we <laughs> tore it apart. <laughs> I don't. I can't do the '80s, man. It's the drum sound. They really. It's just the fucking drum sound. Okay. Okay. You know, ultimately. Right. So what? Okay. What? Well, what, what, what? Essentially, what got you into doing heavier progressive music? Ooh, man. Um. Meshuggah. Meshuggah was a big nice. one. Nice. Oh, I love that. It still is a big one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Clockworks is like one of the best fucking albums, dude. Yes. Um, let me think. Corn uh, would be one for me. Good one. Yeah. Huge, yeah. I was a huge fan when I was younger. I listened to I listen a lot of Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? When I was little. <laughs> Ronnie's a killer guitarist. Thank you. Scott Stapp ruined Creed and fucking uh, What's His Nuts ruined Limp Bizkit. Seriously. Oh, <laughs> man. Limp Bizkit's guitarist's name? Oh, Wes Borland. Wes Borland. Wes Borland. Yeah, dude, the guy's fucking come on, man. He's amazing. Like, so good, dude. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. You ever listen to his solo stuff? Yeah, yeah Mike, Mike, Mikey showed me. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, shows. yeah. He's... The best. That's when I realized like he's fucking great. Yeah, amazing. He's amazing. I, I, I like that one That's song. That's when you realized he was a Ween fan. Ah, <laughs> yeah. a Weener. Oh yeah, Dave, you missed that. We were talking about oh Ween shit, being Ween fans. Okay, cool. When Weeners meet, the Weeners. <laughs> Beautiful thing. Oh my god. All right, so <laughs> we're on the Ween. Anyhow, I said the Ween. Who says that? Oh god. All right, so music. You guys, you guys doing vinyl? Or are you like still CDs, cassettes, digital? Where, when you turn on your music, where's it coming from these days? I mean, all of it's available digitally and via CD on our website. I mean, what are you guys listening to? What's your media source? Uh, oh, I just stream anymore. I have a few records, but like, it's just easier and like way cheaper to stream. Right. I prefer. Yeah. Do it on CD or vinyl. Either way, nice. Yeah, I'm the, I'm a, I'm there too. But I stream I stream probably more than anything. Yeah. Just because of the convenience. Yep. It's right fucking there. If, if right I could take a vinyl there. crate and like set up a DJ setup where I was working, I'd fucking do it in a heartbeat. But these cell phones, it's like I want to listen to my favorite album, and then you plug your headphones into your wallet or something that, like, you know, is always it's just it's so easy, you know, it's right there. Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Dog. My dog says hello. Oh, was that your dog? Every, yeah, my dog says hello. Yay! Too, yeah, we're all dog fans. Everybody show their dogs. Oh, I can't get mine on the air right now. <laughs> I probably could, but yeah. then I'd have to leave the studio, so I can't. Oh, cutie. Uh, yeah, I'd let her in the room, but I don't know where she is. All right, hold on. Dog showing. Yes. Dog show. Hey, Jebbery, come here. Come here, baby. Come here. They want to see you. There she is. Jebbery, hey, hey. Look. You're not That's the salt, man. That is the fucking... That's the cumin. <laughs> yeah. you, would you say that 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 was the uh, the uh, oh, I can't even think of the word I want to say. But but anyways, he um, he uh, who did you guys know him or or friends with him? All of him are really good friends. 
years ago. Like high Mark school? And, Mark and Paul knew each other in like middle school, I think. Yeah, they didn't they play fucking football together and shit. Excellent. Uh, but also, we we did a show at Record Bar and he was doing sound. And then immediately after that, he was like, you have to come fucking record at my studio. And we did. <laughs> the best decision of my entire life. Oh, yeah, dude. Is what happened. Paul is a fucking genius, dude. Like, great. I, I've always just been like, oh, recording's hard. It's hard to get, you know, in each other's minds and all that. It's just, you just haven't met the right person. Like, it's, with Paul, it's just so fucking... I was talking to Ben the other day or yesterday or whatever. Like, it's just so easy with Paul. Just, he just knows, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about being like, oh, this doesn't sound good. And it's hurting his feelings. He'll be like, oh, okay, we'll try this. And then it's fixed or whatever, you know? It's crazy. Like, we could not give enough props yeah. to Paul. It was fun. I had a good time. <laughs> that, that rarely happened. I mean, Paul is such a master at getting good sounds. Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. Like, you know, with past recordings and things like that you might fight with an engineer here and there about oh make it sound like this or you know pull the high end down or things like that i mean with paul he was like mixing as he went and it was like you know it was already there all you had to do is like work with levels and it was done so is it are you guys doing digital recording with him or was it analog yeah we did on cubase yeah yeah but he's got like the giant board that was used uh Oh, it was in, uh, the, the, you know, the uh, video for Shaft, Isaac Hayes? Yeah, uh, I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That board. The, the one where he's actually conducting it in the studio and they're doing it live in there. There's like a, maybe like a two and a half second shot in there of the board. It's fucking <laughs> that one. That fucking board. That's oh, amazing. no way. That's so cool. <laughs> and the joke at the time was that uh, Isaac Hayes used to do backflips off that board and do like bowls of cocaine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, on it, like sometimes when the board was acting up, Paul would like do this thing where he'd like press really hard on a certain part of the board and like it worked. He's like, oh, you just gotta do this, like crunch and shit, and it fucking started working. I'll never forget that. So, you guys had some other people join you on the album, and from what I saw from the notes, this is the Valentine's Day Mass Choir and the Masonic Film Company. Can you tell us about who those people are and? Their, their contribution? The, the Masonic Film Company is Adam Mason, who did the video for Absolute Zero, if you've seen that. Uh, he He's also, also like a notable as fuck horror filmmaker. He also he did two uh, films that he put us in for the South. Yeah. Uh, we had a cover of Dancing in the Moonlight for uh, oh, like yeah. Fucking With that came out on, uh, I think, so, I can't remember what day that came out. No, the I'm just fucking with you was uh, April 1st last year. April 1st, yeah. Day. And then the <laughs> other one was uh, Father's Day, and it had Absolute Zero, and I can't remember the other song that's in it. That was the second opening and ending credits, I think. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, excommunication. Nice. But he, he's just an amazing video uh, videographer, I guess, and director. Yeah. He did, after he did the Absolute Zero video... About a year later, he contacts Mark and he's like, uh, doing this video thing for Alice and Chains, and it was the EP that they just did that has all the video uh, for each bit song, but it's like one movie. I don't know if you've yeah. seen that. Uh, Came out. My mind is still fucking blown up. Sean, wait. Like Sean, did you see that? Year. Sean, have we seen that? I don't, I don't think so. 
It's called uh, Black Antenna. No. Yeah, yeah, Black Antenna. You should check it out. How did I miss that? He did, okay. He did all the video for that too, and uh, I mean, he's just an amazing dude all around. He loves our music. Really nice. Yeah. And any any time he asks us to do something with him, we're just like, please. <laughs> like, sure. Of course. You know, it's our number, right? <laughs> uh, and that's that. The, the Master Choir is really just the collection of voices that we put on the record. Uh, James Savage is the singer of a band called Migrator in Lawrence. Super doomy. Yeah, they're, they're a doom band. They're ah. really loud. Fucking and, great, dude. And at, at will, that guy can summon demons out of the vocal cords. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sean, you're writing this one down. <laughs> yeah. Please. So my, my little brother was on it. Yeah, and the solution is laughable. But I, so, dude, these titles, I, we call it laughable. <laughs> I just would like to formally apologize for all the fucking song titles. On this album. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Going back uh, to my next, yeah, my I'll, first question, actually. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> I, a couple of times I'd be like, Mark, we only have so much room in the metadata. We're gonna have to- <laughs> you know, metadata. I say this, but you know who has ridiculous song titles? Did any of you guys ever listen to that band, uh, Red Sparrows? Uh-uh. Red Sparrows. They're like a. Uh, they're like a. Um, kind of like a. There's that band from Chicago, uh, Pelican. You ever listen to? Them? Oh, Pelican. Yes. Yeah. They're they're kind of. They're yeah. kind of like that, but they have these really super long, crazy song titles, and uh, you'll you'll have to check that out. Interesting. Coheed and Cambria does it too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, they do. <laughs> they write novels in music. <laughs> yeah, they do, so. don't they? <laughs> yeah, that's a great band, though. Well, what do you think is the next big thing? We should go on that with that. I mean, during this quarantine, you are in our quarantine arc of episodes, by the way. Uh, just so you know, uh, what is the next thing? Does something does something come out of all this musically, or are we just going to go right back into all the same shit? Oh, there's we're going to come back with probably the heaviest record of all time. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> if the if the trajectory, <laughs> you know. Statistics say we're definitely fucking going to be coming back with something relevant to the times, as it were. Uh, It's going to be bleak. It's going to be a very not about love album. Or to be honest with you, maybe we release our disco record. You never know, man. We'll do whatever the fuck we want. I've been arguing for more disco. More disco. Yeah, okay. How about disco punk? Yeah. <laughs> we never listened to Ben about the disco until COVID-19 and now we're all like alright ah. let's do a disco record <laughs> disco EP <laughs> not record the world needs 4-4 four, four. <laughs> well listen oh, I, 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 we're working on a video right now for Succubus just kind of a homespun thing oh you know, excellent yeah it's super it's super goofy it's fun it has to be which has kind of a quarantine feel to it on yeah. accident I, I trust you. Uh, we filmed it like two months ago. Yeah, please share it yeah. with us as soon as possible, and we'll get it out there too. Oh, most definitely. Please do. All right. Well, again, Mike D, Ben White, and Cody Romaine, uh, all from Godzillionaire. Thank you guys so much for doing this. I hope it was a good time during this quarantine season we're having. Yeah, most definitely, man. We'll we'll send Mark uh, ASAP. I feel like yeah, we, we, we should check in with you again. Out of that guy. You, 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 get an entire series. 
You guys are welcome back <laughs> any damn time, any damn time. Sean, what else you got, man? Uh, I think that pretty much covered it. Um, I had some questions for Mark, but too bad for Mark. Uh, <laughs> I called him. Let's do this again. Well, you yeah, know what? Let's, actually, let's do this again. We, we can kill him off this episode like I killed Sean off the last episode. <laughs> and then he can, he can come back. He can come back and have a big arising. Anyway. All right. Thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio, folks. As always, all our – there's a dog whining. That's my dog. I love it. What kind of dog is that? Is one we saw earlier? I tried to show you my dog. She ran away. So we got a little Aww. little pity boxer. Well, she's not little. Uh, all right. Anyway, all the episodes, guys, fairlydarkproductions.com. You can get us on YouTube now, suddenly, right, Sean? Um, all their stuff, you just heard Godzillionaire, they're everywhere. iTunes, <laughs> Reverb Nation, <laughs> and anywhere you can find that dog. <laughs> My life is hard. Give us one more. <laughs> all right, guys, thanks so much for doing this. We got to go out with a song, though. Um, there's so many choices at this point. We've talked about a lot of good songs. Uh, I'm going to let you and you guys and Sean decide what we go out with. I, I think 64 Palms probably mm. a good one, man. Mm. Yeah. We, we hit love Palms, which is pretty damn heavy, so. Okay. We can outbalance. Boom. <laughs> with that, good night, folks. <laughs> See ya. Good night. Thanks.
Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric Acid.